0: Hello and welcome to the Celeb News Ride Home for Wednesday, April 1st, 2020. I'm your host, Kate Raft. Wow. Can you even believe it's April? I mean, that's a whole new month. That's progress. We made it from one month to the next month, and I celebrate that. You know, this is the day we used to celebrate April Fools, but today we're all the fool because we live inside and we don't see anybody or touch anybody and and that's enough of a prank right like earth has trolled us enough so no one's pulling any pranks today google isn't even doing their like classic april fool's day gimmick that they always do it's just not a pranking time it's not a pranking time but you know that's fine i guess It's a crazy time. It's a crazy, crazy time. It's a crazy time. It's also Megxit day. Happy Megxit day. That's right. Today, Harry and Meghan are officially not royals. They're not royals anymore. They're done. They're somewhere in LA. It's probably popping a bottle of champagne. Frankly, I think they're they're happy. They're dropping the Sussex royal brand. They're rebranding in the middle of a pandemic. So that's. You know that's fun. They gotta, they gotta keep busy to work on the rebrand while they're inside whatever palatial estate they managed to rent. I, you know what? I don't even know if they're renting. At they probably didn't buy a place. They're probably not even renting. They're probably just like getting to stay for free at some billionaire's like extra mansion. I feel like rich people are trying to curry favor with them, and and they're getting like free places to sit to stay. I'm guessing. That's my guess. That's my alleged guess. Um, I also (laughs) am dying because one of my wonderful listeners (laughs) tagged me in this on Instagram. Shout out to Kiela, Kiela. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Sorry. (laughs) Um, But John Mayer like was clearly as obsessed with David Geffen's drone shot of his yacht that he he made a song about it I'm just gonna play it for you because it's so good it is so damn good here's the clip let me flex these specs <laughs> oh my god this is so good. 450 feet six or seven decks yes you can try to stretch your neck oh my god see all this stuff around me i don't give a heck because <laughs> i'm dead dad. i'm dead that was so funny i love john mayer john mayer is being so good online right now i highly recommend everyone to start following john mayer is john mayer the only good celebrity during quarantine I mean, maybe, maybe John Mayer is killing the game. John Mayer made that song about David Geffen's yacht and like, I'll never recover. Like that honestly has killed me. It's destroyed me. If coronavirus doesn't get me, then that song well (laughs) like it's in a good way like it's so good it's such a good song (laughs) okay let's get into today's topics shall we first of all Lindsay Lohan is a back baby Secondly, we're going to talk about how Rosie O'Donnell spilled some tea about David Foster and Kat McPhee. Oh, that rhymed. (laughs) Next, we're going to talk Melissa Rivers and how she's like kind of mad at the creators of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel because they never reached out to her about basing the character off her mom, Joan Rivers. So we'll talk about that. Next, Sonia Morgan from The Real Housewives of New York is spending her quarantine at a wellness retreat in the desert, and she's not eating hard foods, and I'm obsessed. I'm just obsessed with Sonia Morgan's, like, quarantine routine right now. And, of course, we're going to close out today's show with a Garner corner. Oh, I love a Garner corner All right, here's what you missed today in the world of celebrity news. I got a, I got a drone shot of my yacht. It's all I got. I'm all alone on the water. Okay, everyone. Lindsay Lohan is back. Okay. Lindsay Lohan is back. Our girl is back. She is teasing an album release and I could not be more thrilled. What the world needs now is just the gorgeous, chaotic energy of a Lindsay Lohan music release. Like yes, like we need that. Like I'm sick of rumors starting. I'm sick of being followed. I'm sick of not having a Lindsay Lohan album to sink my teeth into while I spend every single day inside of my house seeing the same person every day. Just see my husband. I don't see anybody else. And listen, I love him. But I think a Lindsay Lohan album could really spice things up for me. A Lindsay Lohan album would be a game changer for me and for all of us, frankly, like this is what the world needs right now. Okay. So how do we know this? Well, Lindsay Lohan tweeted, I'm back. And then she included a video with the tweet. That's kind of like a teaser. You know what? Um, I love how Billboard like summed up this whole announcement. They wrote, quote, the actress slash singer posted the message along with the bulging eyes emoji on her social media, as well as a 30 second teaser video. Sprawled across a smoky room, old-fashioned TV sets rewind through Lohan's rough spot in the spotlight. From a TV broadcast segment titled Evolution of Lindsay Lohan to her widely ridiculed Lilo dance moves turned meme and Mykonos, the video examines her life and continuously calls out her name in front of the bright flashing paparazzi camera. The TV can't handle all the pressure and suddenly erupts, flying sparks, broken glass and all, as Lohan Lohan's voice simply states, I'm back. End quote. You know what? Let me just play you the audio. So I've painted you that picture via the billboard quote just now. Now I want you to picture all of that. Picture the TV exploding. It's a lot of smoky vibes. Like it's, you know, like it's, it's, you know, it's good production value. All right. Here's the audio for that clip. it's like T V static. It's scary. Lindsay I heard Lindsay Lohan is signed Lindsay Lohan? Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan's first. Lindsay needs Oh, there's Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. I heard Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. I'm back. Oh my god. She's back. Oh my god. I love it. I really hope that her new album like, I hope she has the accent when she sings the song. You know how Lindsay Lohan has, like, a weird accent now? Like, she kind of speaks in, like, a weird Britishy, Turkish-Greek accent. I hope that she sings in that accent. That would make this the best album of all time. I definitely think that would make Lindsay Lohan a better musician than the Beatles. Okay. <laughs> um, Jezebel uh, also did a write-up about this, and they kind of reminded us about her previous music releases from not that long ago. Jezebel wrote, quote, last summer, Lohan posted a photo on her Instagram of herself working in a recording studio, informing fans she was hard at work. Then in August, a preview of her alleged first single, Xanax, was passed around Twitter. She's heard singing, although I'd describe it more as talking the lyrics. Jezebel then wrote, by September, she released the full song exclusively on Instagram. End quote. So, yeah, like she released Xanax, which, by the way, is a bop. I love Xanax. The song Xanax is so good. The the hook is really good. It's like, I've got social anxiety, but you're like Xanax to me. Oh, it's so good. It's honestly very relevant too it's probably you know we're all uh we're all taking whatever anxiety medications we need to take to get through this time and Xanax is a relevant song Xanax is a relevant song okay um basically what I'm trying to say is I'm extremely excited for Lindsay Lohan to have an album come out the world needs more Lindsay right now we need her Lindsay Okay, this next topic is really, really great. Um, It was sent to me by host of Dumb Gay Politics Podcast, um, Brandi Howard. And I'm so, like, I love this. This is my first, like time that someone has has given me a tip you know my dms are always open for tips and this is a great one um they recently had an episode on the dumb gay politics podcast where rosie o'donnell guested and i got to listen to the clip and they gave me permission to play this clip and here's why i love it rosie o'donnell she's doing fundraisers online she did a virtual concert before fox did it okay so rosie o'donnell invented virtual charity concerts okay um Obviously I'm joking, but here's what happened. She goes on this podcast and she kind of spills some tea shading David Foster and Catherine McPhee for donating such a small amount to her charity fund. Um, I believe it was for the actors fund. Here's a clip of Rosie kind of like, you know, telling it like it is horrible to say, and I probably shouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it. So when we did that uh, thing the other night for the actors fund, Catherine McPhee and David Foster, who's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, they each gave $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to And say- everyone okay, typed <laughs> in and said, you should have seen the look on your face. I mean, that is actually kind of crazy that they only gave $1,000. And I, at first I listened to this clip and I was like, oh, maybe maybe like they did it privately and like rosie found out and is like putting it out there now but no like they like publicly only donated a thousand dollars like they openly were like yeah this is all we're giving this is a clip of them from rosie's um live stream here listen to them just like brag about only giving a thousand dollars you can hear us we can hear you you. thank you so much donate to actors Phone. we're both donating ourselves a thousand dollars each our own bank accounts <laughs> for your hundred thousand thank you so much yeah. that was huge and you're killing it oh my god i i can't this is like this is great this is great content <laughs> good for you guys over at dumb gay politics i mean it's like yeah it's annoying like rich we should be like putting these rich people on blast when they're only giving like a small amount of their net worth like come on like i don't have any money at all and i've given like way more of my net worth than, than David Foster gave to the Actors Fund. Hey, listen, maybe he gave to other charities and I don't know. But still, it it, it is just weird to publicly only give a $1,000. Like, I feel like if you're going to do a public show of charity, like, wouldn't you want to do more than that? Like, just because you're already like doing it publicly as a pu- publicity kind of thing. Like, wouldn't you want to give more at least to to show other people that they should give more i don't know it's weird it's definitely weird um thanks to brandy howard for sending this into the show love 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 this i mean i hate it but i love it you know it's it's like uh it's uh yeah it's good shit Okay, this next topic is about Melissa Rivers, daughter of the late and wonderful and hilarious Joan Rivers. I was so surprised to see Melissa Rivers making headlines today. And just because we don't, I feel like we don't really hear from Melissa Rivers that much anymore. Like she and her mom, Joan Rivers, were such a big part of like the pop cultural conversation for so long. And like... I don't know it felt nice to see that she was in a headline again and why is she getting headlines well that's because she's kind of calling out the creators of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel because they never reached out to her or said anything and they've basically made like an entire TV show inspired by her mom as well as other female comedians of that generation's like lives and to not get any acknowledgement at all does feel kind of weird to me she I guess went on this podcast called Hollywood Raw and Melissa Rivers said, quote, I've never watched the show and there's a particular reason. I know it's based on my mom and Phyllis Diller, a lot of these different women. Melissa then added, quote, it was still so soon after my mom's death and so raw to me, I would have loved more than anything an email just saying, hey, your mom was one of the inspirations for this. We hope you love watching the show. End quote. Melissa basically said that she never heard a single word from anyone involved in the making of the show. And that, like, bums me out. Like, what are you doing, you Sherman Palladinos? Like, you should send her, like, an edible arrangement at least. Like, God, like, her mom is, like, a big, like, reason why this show is even, like, successful is, like, stories like Joan Rivers. Ay, ay, ay. um this, this quote that Mer- Melissa Rivers said like really broke my heart she said quote I guess hurtful is the word that they never even just said anything end quote yeah that's hurtful that's hurt I'm hurt by that and I'm not even in Rivers I'm hurt by that Okay, I love this next topic so much. It's it's about Sonia Morgan. If you don't know who Sonia Morgan is, you probably don't watch The Real Housewives of New York. But for me, The Real Housewives of New York is a very important staple in my life. It comes back on Thursday, which is tomorrow. So I am very excited for that. It's the best reality show of all time, maybe best TV show of all time. Anyway, Sonia Morgan is just this hilarious human being and um the daily beast did a whole check-in where they like checked in with each of the real housewives of new york and and found out like what they're doing for quarantine and like spoke with them on the phone and da da, da, da. so i was i was just like this stood out to me sonia morgan is apparently staying and quarantining in a like spa retreat thing <laughs> i i in the desert, in California. Ugh, I... It's so funny. Okay, here's here's just, here's just the quote from the Daily Beast. They wrote, quote, Sonia Morgan, who months before pandemic pandemonium hit the U.S., had booked a stay at a spa in Desert Hot Springs, California, and now is stuck juicing and doing colonics for the foreseeable future. End quote. They, they have a quote that Sonia told them on the phone, which is just, quote, I haven't had hard food in 10 days. End quote. This is amazing. I would love to see some weird movie about Sonia stuck at a wellness retreat in the desert like just like like being forced to be healthy and and wellnessy for like months on end just because like she happened to book it during a global pandemic oh it's so funny to me also like she hasn't eaten hard food in 10 days like what does that even mean like soft foods she's eating soft foods like what is that is it healthy like are mashed potatoes a part of that? Like, Because that's not that healthy to eat only mashed potatoes. Like, what is this soft food diet she's on? Why is she feeling the need to do that during a quarantine? <laughs> I want more info. I desperately need more info about Sonia Morgan being stuck at a spa wellness type retreat situation in in the desert. I'm obsessed. It's so funny to me. Okay, we're going to wrap our show here up with a Garner-Carner. Let's do the theme song, shall we? It's the Garner-Carner with Jennifer Garner. She's walking with her daughters and drinking lots of water. It's the Garner-Carner. Okay, welcome to the Garner Corner. What is the Garner Corner? Well, it's the segment of this show where we talk about the most wholesome corner, or should I say corner of the internet. And that is Jennifer Garner. So today in the Jennifer Garner News Cycle, we are learning that she's just not ready for her kids to meet Ben Affleck's new girlfriend, Anna De Armas. First of all, before I get into this Anna De Armas and Ben Affleck, I think personally in my own opinion that they're a fake relationship for pr i think they have a movie coming out and they happened to be doing this fake relationship during a global pandemic so all they can do right now are take walks around their neighborhood so the paparazzi can shoot them (laughs) it's very bizarre they're like literally doing it every day they're doing paparazzi walks around their you know santa monica neighborhood every single day we get a new like (laughs) different like you know, casual outfit from Anna de Armas and Ben Off like every day. Sometimes they're walking her little white fluffy dog. <laughs> I believe that this is a PR relationship. That's just my hot take, though. That's not real. That's allegedly. Don't sue me. Don't at me. Okay. But yeah, of course, Jen's not ready for kids to meet Ben Affleck's new girlfriend. Like they may not even be a real relationship. Okay. They just started dating, by the way. Like I feel like Jen is like, yeah, maybe call me. We can do a dinner with the kids after you've been together for a year. But in her head, she knows like they're not going to last that long. This is all my personal fanfic, by the way. Here's the actual quote that a source said to Us Weekly. They said, quote, a source reveals exclusively in the new issue of Us Weekly that the alias alum, 47, does not want her three children with the Oscar winner, also 47, to meet the Knives Out star, 31, until the time is right. End quote. Okay, the source also said, quote, Ben is understanding. He said he would work with Jennifer to prepare the kids for meeting Anna. End quote. Okay, so Jen's not ready. Jen's not ready. She's not a woman who can be rushed. She's not a woman who can be rushed. Okay, so leave her alone. That's it for today's Garner Carner. It's the Garner Carner with Jennifer Garner. She can do anything even in quarantine. She's the Garner Carner. Jennifer Garner. Okay, everybody, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Kate Raft. This has been Celeb News Ride Home. Please follow me at Kate Raft. That's at C-A-I-T-R-A-F-T. Please check out my other shows. I do a podcast about self-care called This Podcast is Self-Care with my co-host Drew Spears. Check that out everywhere you get podcasts. Also, check out Jack AM, my daily live streaming Twitch show. You can tune in at 7 a.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash jackam. I co-host it with my my husband jack allison um you know just follow me on instagram follow me everywhere i need the follows okay i need the exposure (laughs) i want you in my life i need you in my life frankly thank you so much to ride home media and of course my co-producer and engineer and husband and the only person i ever see jack allison and i'll be back tomorrow love you bye